I said, I want the visa for the cows at least. And that'll be about 10 grand. I said, that'll keep me going. I said, I'm not married. All I need is a bit of piss money and a bit of smoke money. And he, he, just, he just refused to pay. I'm not married. That'll keep me going. A bit of piss money and a bit of smoke money. I'm not married. That'll keep me going. A bit of piss money and a bit of smoke money. And he, he, just, he just refused to pay. I said, you can use my gear. I said, I'll give you this house to live in. You can come and live here with me. It's rent free. And I stayed here for a while with him until he drove me up because all he could talk about was cows. He didn't drink, he didn't smoke, he didn't do anything else. And all he'd talk about was cows, cows, cows. He drove me up the finish. I went out one Saturday night and picked up a root and I went to live with her for a couple of years. And so that got me out of here. But I'm not married. That'll keep me going. But I'm not married. Bit of piss money and a bit of smoke money. And he, he, just, he just refused to pay. I'm not married. That'll keep me going. I said, you can use my gear. And he, he, just, he just refused to pay. He started looking over the fence at me, and I, and I, by then, I wasn't working as such. I needed some money. I said, you owe me money, boy. Where is it? I'm not married. That'll keep me going. Bit of piss money and a bit of smoke money. And he, he, just, he just refused to pay. Hayden Brown Podcast. Episode 51. Neighbours at War Part 3. Hayden Brown Podcast. Episode 51. Neighbours at War Part 3. Hayden Brown Podcast. Episode 51. Neighbours at War Part 3. Hey mate, um, I'm here to pick up the... Uh... The tigers, the pigeons, and the Fiji water for Mike Tyson. What's your name? Uh, Hayden. I'm doing the pickup for Mike Tyson. Oh, yeah, Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah. the tigers, the pigeons, the Fiji water, the jousting sticks. Uh, What? We never said anything about jousting sticks. Now it comes as a bundle, mate. Um, yeah, and the dude was like, well, we do have a cheaper alternative. And so I said, oh, what's that? And he says, well, we can do the tiger, the pigeons, the jousting sticks, but we can do it with Fijian Indian water, which is similar to Fiji water, but not as good. It's like, yeah, fuck. Let's go with that. So, um, Manscaped, they've been awesome to deal with. They've, um, they've just bought out beard, beard care kits. And um, and my man, Kenny, from Manscaped over in the States has basically just sent me out a whole beard care kit, which is worth about 280 US. And we're going to be giving one of these away on the show. So... My promo code is HBP. I continually get that around the wrong way, but it's HBP, like Hayden Brown Podcast. Um, use that on the website. Get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with that. Doesn't matter what country you're in, that's free worldwide shipping. Send it to us, show us, and you're in the draw to win this uh, prize package from Manscaped. So. Thanks to Manscaped, and thank you for listening to the show. So send us through that code, HBP.
P for 20% off and free worldwide shipping on Manscaped products. Hello. Hello. Um, seems to be working all right. Okay, well, what about if I play this? Will it come through the Let's try what a side chain do. So if I play this, does it record? But according to Eddie Hearn, it's better than nothing. So, if we play this at the same town. ...be the next big fight. But where's the excitement? Francis has teased going up against Fury for years. And when Fury was asked if there were any MMA fighters willing to meet him in the boxing ring, he named Francis as a potential opponent. So this, he said there's been a lot of talk this is playing about at the same time, or? And that Francis has been trying to score a boxing match like, what does it sound like? He was even it's, at one of his last fights. I'm posting the video and see. But this guy's talking about Francis and Gano versus Tyson Fury. They've also had a lot of offers. All right, so welcome back, um, Hayden Brown podcast. I just want to check. Is, is this one better? Is this one better? I think pop. Yeah, just stay on pop. Uh, we'll just play the opening. Is it playing? Do I have to hold it down or is it playing? Oh, here we go. Yeah. Welcome back, Hayden Brown Podcast. Episode 50, I've got the fucking music going. <laughs> Just going off. All right, cheers. Gunshots. Thank you for being a listener. Um, exciting, man. 50 episodes. Yeah, so I've got to go all the way back. I've actually worked out how to get this shit to work better from um, from last week because it didn't sound as good so this week's one is actually going to sound quite a lot better so where we were where were we with married at first <laughs> why do I keep saying married at first up I got that, I do the same shit with my promo code, which is HP, oh, fuck, oh, I just did it again, HBP is my promo code, 
for twenty percent off and worldwide free shipping. Um, Got all the UFC, so good, good UFC in the weekend. Made a bit of money. History, like, oh, fuck. I'm gonna have, to, yeah. I'm gonna have to stop the audio. All right, we're back on. So this should now sync up. Yes. Welcome to the Hokianga in the far north. This is where Kupe, ancient Māori discoverer of New Zealand, first landed. And it's easy to see why he chose this spot. Dude, In the tiny harbourside settlement of Kohukohu, we found art-loving Fiona, who lives in this colourful three-bedroom home. Kohukohu is a beautiful place. I've been here for four years. I love it. It's quiet. It has a sense of uh, homeland. A homeland. Everyone wants one. <laughs> Just look at the Jews in Israel. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> a homeland. Everyone wants one. Just look at the Jews in Israel or the Kiwis in Bondi. But Fiona's <laughs> sense of homeland has been severely undermined. Oh, fuck. Over the neighbor's garage. Fuck. Real estate agent Microphone fell off. told me there was going to be a problem with this garage. So I made inquiries with Mrs. Smith and asked her about it. She refused to talk about it. She claimed it was hers and was her, the land on it was hers. I just could tell that it wasn't her land. I knew that. The plans were very clear. The funny thing was is that after that, she just refused to talk to me about anything. <laughs> the neighbour believes the garage is hers, but Fiona has... Ah, oh, fucking internet. So, yeah, they're fighting over a garage. So the neighbor thinks the garage is hers. But it's not on your property. Come on, internet. Come on, you fucking internet. All right, here we go again. Fiona has learned it sits on a public road belonging to the Far North District Council. This is a plan, a surveyor's plan of my section and Mr. Smith's section, and the paper road is clearly there. The garage is clearly on the paper road, and this is my other section that is the one that is the issue. Fiona wants the garage removed to open up access to the rear of her property. As you can see, this is the access. That is the paper road. That is the, where the driveway will be. And that is the paper road. Until that garage is removed, there is no access to this property. But when Theona approached her neighbour about having the garage removed, the neighbour tried to remove Theona. I was on, <laughs> on the paper road doing some gardening. Paper and road. She came out and told me to get off her land. And I replied it wasn't her land. And then she started pushing me around. She got quite nasty. She got physically nasty. She tried to push me off the land. Push had come to shove in Kohukohu, <laughs> as Fiona discovered when she visited the local community notice board. On it, she found a note, 
and not one offering shiatsu massage or asking for a lift to Kaikoi. Says the owner, just a thought, maybe give up being right and opt for being nice. When I first oh, heard, no, I thought, hang on a minute, the owner. Be wrong. I was advertising for um, wanting to buy some beds, new beds, and someone wrote, don't deal with this woman, she's mad. <laughs> Fiona believes this tortured scribble is the work of her neighbour. And by the way, if you do have a spare bunk, Fiona might be interested. <laughs> I actually think it's hers. Don't I know deal her with this woman. If Mrs. Smith wrote this, then she is insulting me and it's very childish. Welcome to Point Chev, short for Chevalier, just west of Auckland's city centre. Point Chev is what real estate agents would call a funky suburb on the move, and it's not hard to see why. <laughs> Point Chevalier. Man, the internet's... Annoying me today, isn't it? Just up the road from the shops, we caught up with Marie and her partner Stefan, who, like any New Zealand couple, were enjoying their classic Kiwi quarter acre with friends. <laughs> One of the major things we like to, to do as a recreation from the past is tournament fighting and war fighting. We do physical combat with weapons. It's about as realistic as you can get with um, sword fighting. I like dressing up in the gear that they wore. And also you meet a lot of different people. Speaking of different people, Marie and Stefan are currently experiencing some neighbour-related issues. Victory! And unfortunately, it's not something they can resolve with swords on the front lawn. First problem we had with the neighbour was a complaint about noise. Um, it was when we pretty close to when we when we moved in. Um, we were listening to some music at night time. And noise control turned up. And they said that it's too loud. And we said we're just playing Singstar. <laughs> playing Singstar. Singstar is a home karaoke system that allows ordinary people to sing like the stars. I think it was a... Um... So they do, like, medieval fighting and shit and then get on and do sing stuff. Um... <laughs> Donna or Cindy Lauper or one of those I ones. Think Madonna. Madonna. Yeah. Madonna. Yeah, it was Madonna. Ironically, one reason Marie and Stefan indulge in this way is actually out of consideration for their neighbour. One of the reasons that we do play music at night time is to mask the sound of us having fun. By having fun, Marie does not mean swordplay on the front lawn. She means swordplay of a different kind. <laughs> I love complaints this. about me and my partner having um, sex at, at night in the day whenever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and that definitely got banging on the wall. Okay, so this is the wall that separates us from our neighbour. So they're showing us the wall now. The wall that separates them from their neighbour. And 
And uh, when we're making any kind of noise, whether it be adult fun or just having people around or our children screaming or laughing or whatever, and he just bangs on the wall like this. And quite violently, a lot more than that. And you can hear that it's just quite a tinny wall, really. I think that's a rather vulgar thing to do, bang on someone's wall like that. If you're going to complain about me and my partner having um, sex, that's just sad. I think that listening to someone having sex, if you weren't the right kind of person to enjoy that, it would make you very bitter. We do stop when it's he terrible. when he bangs on the wall because it's off-putting. Maybe it's his, like, elbow banging on the wall when he's masturbating, listening to them having sex. Massively <laughs> off-putting. It's just, what a jerk thing to do. You know... New Zealanders love to have sex, and lovemaking is an important part of any healthy relationship. So Marie and Stefan have made an effort to reduce the sounds of their humping. This is where we sleep. Uh, it used to be a fold-out uh, food. Okay, so they're showing us where they sleep now. They basically sleep on the floor behind their couch, and, like, um, it's just like a, a cupboard kind of thing. They're basically sleeping on the floor in their house. A futon, like a couch that folds into a, into a bed. Uh, that's where me and my partner mostly make love. Um, we made an effort because we realised that it did kind of go <laughs> when we were using it. And we're as far away from the neighbour's wall as we possibly can be and as far away from our kids' room as we possibly can be. Unfortunately, these noise reduction measures fail to placate the neighbour. He went straight to Housing New Zealand with his complaints. I think it's cowardly to go to Housing New Zealand and complain rather than just approach a neighbour as a person. Um, I might look scary, but I'm not. So just a nice hey man, stop that. Rather, no, he doesn't look scary. He he's got like green, long green hair, um, couple of eyebrow piercings. Rather than dragging me through the dirt and mud like this, because it's mm. not doing much for your character. We want to get along with our neighbour. So we said we're quite happy to meet. He didn't want to. It was really creepy. The, the one time that I did see him recently drive into his driveway, he just, he, he drove in and he just stood, like, he just, you know, held his car still for a bit and was like, staring at me. And then he just slowly drove into his driveway, which is kind of odd. I was like, what the f***, really, at the end of the day? What are you looking at? <laughs> Housing New Zealand told us they don't evict tenants just for having noisy sex. Marie and Stefan have generated a series of different complaints from the neighbour. There's also been a complaint that the house is teeming with fleas and cockroaches and giant man-eating rats. It's quite ridiculous. I've seen one rat on the property. <laughs> Marie and Stefan's neighbour... So it does have rats. But, yeah, the place had looked like a bit of a shithole dump. They've got, like, a um, couple of beds and couches and shit out on the front lawn. Not only saw a rat himself, he photographed two. And took the evidence to Housing New Zealand, which may have looked something like this. I think that that's really coincidental, and you'd have to be really be looking for it or dare I say, spying to make sure you got that shot or you just chucked a rat over there and went click. We live next to a giant 
bunch of trees with a, a river in it. Then there is the school. Then there's the zoo and Western Springs. Of course there's rats in this area. You know, you're telling me you've never seen a rat before we moved here. Yeah, right. All right, come on. Fucking uh, start again. Neighbours at war approached Marie and Stefan's neighbour to learn more about his concerns. Unfortunately, he preferred to do all his talking with Housing New Zealand. And that's got Marie and Stefan worried. Our greatest fear, of course, is that we're going to get evicted. And, um, you know, if that happens, then we've got nowhere to go, you know. And he's basically forcing a family onto the streets. The one thing I'd say to my neighbour at the moment is, I wonder if you're aware that you're destroying a family's uh, life because uh, we will be homeless. Shortly after we filmed, Marie and Stefan were evicted and were staying with friends. <laughs> oh, that's kind of funny. Kind of, you feel bad for them because it wasn't that bad and then they were trying to, like... It's probably more than medieval stuff. <laughs> We've got more grievances than the Waitangi Tribunal. If she was a bloke, I'd probably hit her. <laughs> We're not the only people that has got a problem with this man. Uh, if you talk to Terry and uh, uh, Anne on the other side of the driveway there, I think they've you got get something. Some, yeah. There may be some information, information there. So talk there. to Terry and Anne. Yeah, so Terry and Anne will tell you what's up. We had with him was a very nice one. It was just before Christmas, and he bought us a box of chocolates and introduced himself. This is Anne and Terry. And then it all turned to custard from there. As a rule, Terry and Anne don't receive too many rocks through their windows. Instead, they are regularly visited by the authorities, summoned at the drop of a hat by you-know-who. We end up with um, environmental services, noise control, um, police, the dog ranger. You know, anybody that will listen to him... You know, he'll he'll do it, and he knows just how far to push them to get them to come, you know. And why they listen to him, I'm bad if I know, you know, because they're just little wee things, but I guess they've got to follow them through, so. he he He's just an angry little man looking for a place to do something, and unfortunately we seem to be, and Cecilia and Hensley seem to be copying it. Basically unemployed. Basically, he's unemployed. He's home all the time. Mm. Not, not that, you know, that's a bad thing, but it mm. doesn't look like he ever wants to do anything other than just sit there and see how he can get some of the services up here. Like, he, he just wanders off down the drive laughing to himself, you know. Ha, 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 fucking internet's gone again. It's really, it's good and well, bad. We it's, good, it. it's good and bad, but... We, we do like we, it. We love it. Yeah. We love it. There's yeah. only one, you know, fly in the ointment, really. The fly's name is Mr X. The ointment is Hensley and Cecilia. When we first came here, my wife went out to look at a, uh, a bird, a pigeon up on the back tree here. She got the fingers over the fence and we hadn't even seen this guy. I didn't even know who he was. <laughs> it's kind of weird, eh? Hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just going to go look at a pigeon over the fence. Eh? There's a bird, like there's a pigeon just over the fence. I want to go check it out. I said to Hensley, oh, that man gave me the finger. I said I was looking at a bird. What is it? This one, is it? Mm. Yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah. 
can't even do the fingers, that guy. One afternoon, <laughs> I was visited by my neighbours. I opened the door. Um, can I help you? My neighbour was there with another woman and a married youth aged probably about 16 or 17 who was quite heavily built and much larger than what I was. And I suddenly found myself being verbally threatened. Um, she put her foot in the door. So Dramatic I music. Door, and she quite openly threatened me about what she was going to do to me. And um, apparently it was concerning the cat. I fucking love these neighbours of war, eh? How good are they? Got to the point where I couldn't set foot out my front gate without being verbally abused. I was called a slut and a whore and a bitch. They would spit <laughs> at me over the front fence and over the front gate. And if you like, I can at this point show you documents and that sort of thing that um, are to do with what happened from that point onwards. We went through to the lounge. This is a copy of the initial trespass orders that I had to get against my um, neighbours. And the following is um, the initial restraining order which I had to get against um, my neighbours and their associates. Not far from the river, we caught up with friends Anne-Marie and Susan. Along with another of Susan's friends. She's called Wahini and she was dressed as a Wahini, a Polynesian maiden. She's my security doll so that burglars will think someone is in the house. from the river, we caught up with friends Anne-Marie and Susan. No, that's the thing. Uh, Along with another of Susan's friends. That's the last one of Neighbours of War. And she was dressed as a... So, yeah, it's been a fucking hilarious uh, episode of Neighbours at War. Um, I've been called a slutter, bitch, and a whore. Um, <laughs> fucking love it. Neighbours at War, man. And we will eventually be talking to the original two dudes from the original first episode, which this whole series was based on um, the guy that I played the audio at the start. I just want a bit of piss money, bit of smoke money. Bit of piss money, bit of smoke money. And that'll do, that'll do me right. Um, I've just got to say this before this plays because I always get it wrong. It's actually H... BP is my promo code for Manscaped. So Hayden Brown podcast. So HBP. I keep saying it the wrong way around for some reason. I'm not sure why. I just listened to the podcast back to see if the levels were all right. And I'm like, fuck, I keep fucking it up. HB for Hayden Brown, HBP podcast. HBP is the promo code at manscaped.com to get 20% off worldwide and free shipping. 
Right, so that's pretty much our show, our 50th show. And yeah, it's just been stoked with um, the amount of people that are listening. And if you, if you got something to say, you want to send it in, my email address is haydenbrown00 at gmail.com or get up on the socials. Um, I'm on TikTok, I'm on Instagram, Hayden Brown Podcast. Just message me on there. I'm going to finish you off with um, something that I did about three, four years ago. It's how I actually got into all of this. I was bored during the, the whole lockdown. So I'm going to finish you off with um, breaking down some rap lyrics from a British hip-hop artist called Meridian, Down, uh, Meridian, <laughs> Meridian Dan, German Whip. It's a fucking cool song. I love it, but uh, I break down all the lyrics. So have a listen to this. If you see man driving a German whip, whip blacked out window, leaning back. back. See man driving a German whip, whip, look like a baller peas and that. If you see man driving a German whip, whip blacked out window, leaning back. back. See man driving a German whip, whip, look like a baller peas and that. Um, so German whip looks like a baller peas and that. Um, so because it's British people. Um, British people eat a lot of peas, so obviously um, he's got money, he's got a German whip, so he's going to buy heaps of peas. Guys better show respect if they see man pulling up in a TT. See man driving an Audi TT better show respect because it's one of the best cars you can ever get, mate. He's got an Audi TT, cunt. Guys better show respect if they see man filling up in BP. Yeah, so basically you're saying he fills up at BP because he fuck... SO and fuck mobile and BP is the best. Not white vans or white vans. Um, not white vans or white vans because when you're first listening to the song, the whole time when he's singing about German whip, you're thinking, oh, they're talking about a white van. So he's just telling it twice so you're not thinking about a white van. I ain't gonna lie, I see you man on foot on the high road moving big. Um, he's. He sees a guy walking on the street moving bait. So, yeah, the guy's obviously going fishing. Um, doesn't really say what kind of bait. It could be like mackerel or pollock or something like that, but it doesn't specify if it's like soft bait, hard bait. There's a big man over there. He's standing, like, doesn't say it, just says over there. Could be anywhere, but he's, um, he's big and he's wearing a wig. So... Could be like a salmon. Man, a man's hungry, man, a man eat. Man, a man's tired, man, a man sleep. Man, a man talking, man, a man speak. Uh, man, a man hungry, man, a man eat. Yeah, so this man, a man is like um, someone there that he knows who just does what he wants. But um, I'm looking at it, it kind of sounds like it could be like a four year old. Little man, man, that's a chief up him. Punch up scratchy, chief up trim. And little man is like a dude that licks a lot of people. They just call him little man. Um, and punch up chiefy, chief up him. This is about the guy that, um, fucked up the trim on his Audi TT. Man, a man space, let man, a man breathe. When I arrive, man, a man leave, man drive. Yeah, and he's gone back to the man, a man here. And when man, a man comes in, he leaves. Um, man, a man, obviously it's going to be his son. So that's the name of his son. And he hasn't paid child support, so he, when he comes in, he just goes. 